Welcome to the Fix Your Fatigue podcast with Tiffany Flayton, a board-certified and licensed nutritionist, author, and thyroid expert on a mission to help people who are sick and tired of being sick and tired. Hi, everyone. Today's talk is a little bit about a cautionary tale. If you have a thyroid disorder, especially if you have a thyroid disorder, I should say, and you are in a stressful situation. So let's back up a second. I think the word stress becomes overused so often, and it's something that needs to be really looked at. I think it's been watered down. I think we just think, oh yeah, everybody's stressed out. And we don't realize how it actually impacts us. There's more and more studies showing that stress has a major impact on our health. And like I said, because everybody's stressed out all the time, we end up by having this idea that it's really not that big of a deal. And we go on and we keep on keeping on. And sometimes it makes us sick. So this is what has been happening to me lately. I go through these bouts here and there and it catches up on me and I should know this stuff. I work with this stuff all the time. This is what I do. I should be an expert in my own health. And sometimes it sneaks up and it knocks you out. And that is what happened to me this past year. So I wanted to address that a little bit, but let's first talk a little bit about stress and how it works in our body. Just an overview. So a little science aspect here. First of all, the major organs or glands that affect and help manage our stress system, um, our stress management system are called the adrenal glands. And they're just these little walnut shaped glands that sit right on top of your kidneys. So if you put your fists out in front of you and put them, turn your hand so that you can put your fists right on top of your back. That's approximately where they sit on the top of your kidneys. So that's where they are in your body. So nutritionally speaking and biochemically speaking, among other things, adrenal glands need and require a ton of B vitamins, that's B as in boy, and vitamin C to function and to help you manage your day-to-day stress. So let's just take a normal stressor in most people's lives. Let's take, you know, the holidays, the holiday season. First of all, we have usually crappier foods where we're not really taking care of ourselves with nutritious home cooked type foods. We're eating more alcohol. There is sometimes money stressors because we have to buy these gifts for people. There's family pressures. There's friend pressures. There's holiday parties to go to. There's lack of sleep. And there's all these things that really impact us that are a little different than the rest of the time of, you know, the rest of the year. And so what happens is oftentimes people get sick through the holidays or right after the holidays because their body has not been supported in managing that stress because we've allowed the lack of sleep to creep in. We've allowed the alcohol to creep in. We've added more sugar to our diets. We've added more going out to eat in our diets and that kind of thing. So all of that stuff goes by the wayside and it causes more stress on our body. Then we have things that are sort of normal everyday stress, waking up, driving in traffic, making sure we have a lunch packed, making sure the kids' backpacks are ready to go, making sure dinner is prepared and planned, buying groceries, just doing the -the run-of-the-mill everyday stuff on top of the stress that may come with your job, okay? So that's just sort of normal day-to-day stress. A lot of times people put those two things in the same category. They think, oh, well, this is just normal stress. There's nothing I can do about it. And that is maybe true. So then 
what we need to do is look at things that you can control. Can you somewhat control the holiday situation? Can you control who the people are that are surrounding you and in your life? Are there really toxic people in your life? Do you need to be around them? Um, if so, how are you going to manage that to minimize the stress that they may or may not may or be causing you? What about excess things that you're putting into your diet? You know, you can control a lot of that. You don't have to have a glass of wine every night before you go to bed. You don't have to drink every weekend to excess. You don't have to have a dessert every single night with all the sugar. So it's things like that that add to the stress on our system. Now, there's also something, I guess I kind of call it perceived stress. So when I'm doing my consults and intakes with people, especially the first time I meet them, we assess this. I am assessing this through their intake forms that they fill out. And then we have a conversation and I ask more questions about their stress levels. And oftentimes the objective type questions on the forms sort of pigeonhole people into answering things a certain way, but there's always a, well, sometimes, or maybe, and if this happens, that's how I feel type of scenario so that we clarify things more in our one-on-one -on -one consults. Now, what happens so much of the time is someone might come across like they're not really that stressed out. They don't feel very stressed. They have a pretty easy life. They don't worry about money. They don't worry about kids or whatever it may be. But then we dig in a little bit deeper and we find that there are some things in their life that have been there for so long, they don't even realize how it impacts their health. And people oftentimes say, well, you know, I really love my job, but I work 12 hours a day. So it's kind of a good stress. It's just that I work long hours. And then some people will say, yeah, I'm really stressed out. It's such a bad stress, you know, dealing with an elderly, sick family member or something like that. So the thing is, we mentally compartmentalize a good stress and a bad stress. The body doesn't know the difference. So I always use the example that whether you're planning for a funeral or planning for a wedding, which should have very opposite feelings, they're both stressful. And both of them are causing problems on your stress management system. Okay, so how does this apply to thyroid people? The stress management system, I like to call it, it needs to be optimized and intact for everybody, not just thyroid patients. But thyroid patients tend to have like a weaker response to stress. They're not as hardy when it comes to added stressors and it compounds more, it seems. And I've seen that with the people that I work with. I focus a lot on, on thyroid patients. Um, myself, I've been dealing with thyroid issues for a long, long, long time. And I have seen in myself over and over and over again, that stress and thyroid dysfunction do not play well together. And what might be stressful for someone else might be a really big deal to my physical health and mental health, actually, too. So it affects kind of everything. So just a little bit about my backstory. I have um, thyroid cancer history. I had been diagnosed with metastatic papillary thyroid cancer, the most common thyroid cancer. It had spread to the lymph nodes. I had all the standard surgery treatment. So I have no thyroid gland. I had several lymph nodes removed um, that were malignant. And then I had a recurrence about a year later, and I've had ongoing therapies and treatments um, ever since. And that was in 2007. So what I've noticed is that 
any excess stress for a longer period of time wipes me out. And sometimes I see it coming and other times I don't. This last time I did not see it coming, um, which sounds really stupid, but (laughs) it's the fact. I'm just being real with you here. But that's the situation that happened to me. I had added a lot of stuff to my business. I'd put a lot of pressure on myself when it came to my business and other things going on in my life. I had one child graduating from high school and moving to college, another one moving and starting her last semester of college. I added another aspect to my business, put that on my plate, which I shouldn't have done, but it was something really intriguing and interesting to me. It seemed like the best thing to do at the time. And it turned out to be horrible for my sleep, horrible for my stress and numerous other things, just kind of life type of things. I won't bore you with the details of that. But in the end, by the time October, November came around, I was flatlined of 2022. I was flatlined. It was kind of coming for, I would say about a year and everything just started to build. And I don't know what my response is. I'm trying to figure this out, but every time I feel stressed or I feel out of control, I add more crap to my plate to do. I add more to my life rather than take it away. So I keep stressing myself out more. I don't know what that's all about working on it. But the thing is that it literally took me out of the game. I laid on the couch every day, practically for a few months, a couple months. I did the bare minimum of what I had to do to do stuff with my business, work with my one-on-ones, deal with any group memberships I have. And I showed up and I did my job and I served those people just as I'm supposed to do. I did the bare minimum what I could do around the house. I did the bare minimum of dressing myself in the morning, meaning like, do I putting on makeup? Am I doing my hair? It was, I did the bare minimum that I had to be somewhat presentable for what I was doing that day. So needed a med change because of all this. And what's, what's kind of scary when you don't have a thyroid gland and you are hundred percent dependent on thyroid medication, it's very scary when all of a sudden you don't seem to be absorbing the medication. I don't even know that's the right term to really describe it, but when you've been doing what you've been doing for however long, I've been on thyroid medication since 2007, I know how to take my medication. And then all of a sudden my labs indicate that I have flatlined with my thyroid function. Um, It is kind of alarming to think that something that I need to survive is not working at this time. So I had a med change, um, a different brand of med. I went from a Synthroid T4 medication into something that's a little bit newer. It's called Tyrosint. It's a liquid thyroid medication, T4. And then I kind of kept the same thing going with my T3 medication. I have um, twice a day dose of T3 medication, and that has drastically improved just in... I think like five weeks, I think it was when I did my labs and the symptoms then follow. So for me, my pattern is I have a lot of stress and add to my plate and all the things that I don't see coming because it happens over time. It compounds, it accumulates in my system apparently. And then it just takes me out and shuts me down, wakes me up and say, okay, I got to do something differently. So what I'm kind of saying, and this recording is beginning of January, 2023, and should be listened to shortly in the new year of 2023 for you guys. But what I'm trying to say here is, especially if you have a thyroid problem, but even if you are someone who has a lot of things pulling at you, a lot of stressors, which is kind of typical of a standard American push, struggle, strive type 
person who's working and has a job and is just living, lives in a society. We are just in that push, struggle, strive type of mentality. And if you're that person and you have a thyroid problem, I am asking you to think of a different way of navigating your life. What can you do to get rid of stressors? What, who do you need to cut out of your life? That sounds kind of harsh, but sometimes that's necessary. What do you need to cut out in your life? What do you need to say no to? What boundaries do you need to put up? Um, what do you need to do to actually help yourself and fuel your body when it comes to fueling those adrenals and helping that stress management? system in your body. I have completely simplified the stress management system in your body. It's much more intricate than that, of course, but just for the purposes of some education here, uh, that is something that really helps people is when they start to fuel their body properly with good quality B vitamins and lots of vitamin C, especially in the colder winter months. It's really important to keep us healthy that way. And when our stress is supported, our stress management system is supported, we are able to get through things a lot easier than without. So um, I guess that is the gist of this episode. I just want you to not underestimate the stressors that are in your life. Do a little assessment, journal, what are the things that you could remove from your life and what things are actually contributing to your life and what can you leave behind? What can't you leave behind? And then take some action, do something to help you and don't let that take you out and don't let it take you out for months at a time like it did me because it's really defeating. It's depressing and it really affects not just your physical health, but also your mental health. And I just really would love for you to not go through what I just did because it was absolute hell and I wanted to quit all the things and that's not very rational either. So I am just going to say that if you need any support, I have an amazing membership option for you this year. I'm starting it new this year. It's called the All Year Resolution. It's super affordable. It's a group type setting. And it is for those people wanting to do something different, get away from the quick fixes, using real food, using real lifestyle changes, lots of nutrition education, health education. And um, you know, it's at a fraction of cost of working one-on-one -on -one with me and going through programs. And you're going to get so much support and so much education and learn so much to help you feel better in 2023 and beyond. So if you're interested in that, go ahead to the show notes, click the link and join today. You can join anytime. All right. Have an awesome day. Thank you. Thanks so much for tuning in to this episode of Fix Your Fatigue with Tiffany Flayton. If you are enjoying the show, please feel free to rate, subscribe and leave a review wherever you listen to your podcasts. This helps others find the show, and we greatly appreciate it. Thanks again for tuning in, and we'll catch you in the next episode.